Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. Wherever we find you in the world, my friend, I wish you a happy new year. My whole focus with you is a forward focus from your best possible place. Because I really feel like starting the new year, the greatest thing that you can possibly do is start this new year out on a generous foot to sort of up the level of generosity in your life to other people. 
you know, I really feel like that, that spirit comes along with the Christmas or the holiday seasons. And then when we enter New Year's, people are really excited because a lot of that generous spirit is there. They got some gifts, they got to give some things, and this good energy is there. And I hope that you'll keep that. Some people lose it when it gets into February and March because they stop being as generous as they were in December. And I don't know about you, but I feel like the whole world could use a big dose of generosity right now. I want you to approach the first 10 days of this year, every morning, just saying, what if this was my next level day? How would this day go? If this was gonna be my next level, next time you go out with your, your, your honey, your spouse, your partner, your significant other, if you're dating somebody and you go out and you sit down with them, ask yourself, okay, if this was gonna be a next level day, what would I do? What would I bring to it? How could I take it to the next level? Because when you ask those questions, awesome things always happen. But today, I thought I'd start with how I set my goals just last night with my wife. And you know, usually together we sit down, we, we talk about the next year upcoming, and that's always really great. And she has the approach of like lists, right? She makes a, a long list and I do that too. Um, but then what I do with mine is I group them so that I can create themes, okay? So that you know, if you're ever gonna do something um, and it's a complex project, you create a theme, right? Let me give you an example. Have you ever thrown a big party before? I bet if you threw a big party, you picked a theme for that party, right? Let's say you, let's say maybe when you got married, you chose a party theme, right? You said, okay, uh, that theme is gonna incorporate these feelings, these sights, these sounds, this look, right? It's like when you design your house, right? You create a theme for that house. Is it modern? Is it farmhouse? Is it, I don't know any of the kinds of houses because that's what we own. So, <laughs> but you create a theme to manage complexity. Write that down. Create themes to manage complexity. It will help you so much, right? So think about you're gonna throw a, a, a big, you know, um, a big wedding for somebody. Well, you know, I went to one wedding one time, and at that wedding, I mean, how complex everything is at a wedding. You know, you gotta pick everything from, you know, from the tablecloths to the forks, to the napkins, to the flowers, to, just, you know, even the theme of the pictures that you're taking. Like, it's complex. I remember going to one, and it was my buddy Steve. He threw a great wedding, um, and he and his wife threw an amazing, amazing wedding, and it was a 1920s-themed party. And because they had a theme, and everyone knew it, their wedding planner knew it, the mother-in-laws knew it, the father-in-laws knew it, us best men, we knew it. When everyone knows the theme, it's easier to coordinate everybody. Does that make sense? It's the same way when you're in corporate America, that all CEOs, especially when, if I work with them, but in general, I'd say it's a pretty common thing in the corporate culture, that when a CEO sets the big vision for the new year or for the next quarter or for the next you know, uh, calendar year, they almost always pick three strategic initiatives. Not five, not 10, almost always three. Why do you think that is? Well, one, the rule of three or the power of three, that three things are easier to remember than five. Three are easier to remember than 10. So just simplicity. But also that by having just three, everybody remembers them and everyone can rally around making those three things happen. It's one of the most important things you do when you work with leaders of bigger teams is starting helping them make sure that the teams know the themes or the initiatives to which they're working with. Right, very, very key. So often a uh, CEO will pick a strategic initiative 
And then on that strategic initiative, they'll create a slogan or a tagline or a code word, right? It's very popular in Silicon Valley to have like sprint weeks or codeathons, and they'll have themes. They'll name what they're doing for the next 12 weeks, and then that name becomes something everyone rallies around and does. It just simplifies complexity to have a theme. You follow me so far? I'm trying to give you a lot of examples. So you wrote down a big list of goals. Were there any themes in those goals? When you think about your New Year's resolutions, were there any themes in your goals? So what you might do here today, since we're here together, if you don't already have a journal with all your New Year's resolutions written down, maybe you start there. Um, but if you don't have that, that's okay. We'll guide you through a process. But if you have all those New Year's resolutions already done, which I assume most of you have, then what are the themes that are popping out to you? So let me share with you some of mine and maybe encourage you to adopt some of these in your own life where it's appropriate, okay? I've got different themes and within each theme is some different things that I'm working on. So as an example, one of the main themes for me is this theme that this is gonna be what I call a build year, okay? A build year, what does that mean? That means in lots of different areas of my life, I'm looking to build this year. Right? Other years, it's just like optimize. Other years, it's just start, right? It's kind of how it goes. Kind of start, operationalize, optimize, and then build, scale, right? That's usually the business progression of people's lives. I don't know where you're at. Are you at start? Are you at operationalizing? Like you started, but now you're really figuring out what really works and making sure you have systems and processes in place for that. Optimization is you already got the systems and processes in place, and now, you're just figuring out what really moves the needle and you're just dialing things in, right? And the next thing is once you kind of have that, you know how to build from there. And that's kind of the nature of business, but I think it's the nature of our life sometimes too, right? You start a new habit, you figure out how it works, you dial it in and optimize it, you add a bunch more on top of it that are, make it more complex or more sort of results driven, okay? You all follow with me so far? So this is mine, build, and it applies to a bunch of different areas of my life. My first theme is a build theme. That means for me in different areas of life too. For example, one area for me that I'm working on is strength and mobility. I wanna build more strength and mobility in my physical body, right? That's important for me. This last year, um, you know, ever since 2011, uh, some of you guys know I had my uh, ATV accident in 2011, and that was the year I got the big brain injury that I'm always talking about on stage. And you know that brain injury really caused <laughs> an unbelievable amount of difficulty, mentally, emotionally, physically, from 2011 to pretty much 2014. It was, it was a tough three-year period for me and my wife, and it was just it was just challenging. And while I physically healed from a broken wrist and you know, a thrown out hip and dislocated shoulder and just a mess, you know, broken up ribs, I was pretty messed up. But it was the mental part of things that was challenging because of the brain injury. And so I learned a lot about my body during that time because there were a lot of things I couldn't do as I was healing. And then I dialed it in to a place that I was happy with. And so I don't know how you're thinking about your year and maybe that's not an issue for you. So for some other people, they're just like, well, Brandon, my, I don't want to build anything. I want to lose some weight. 
you know? And I say, okay, great, that's okay. But the reason I'm sharing my goals, we're gonna go through this today, is because I'm gonna challenge you in certain areas of your life. And the first area I'm gonna challenge you in is your health arena. The arena of your health. So your self-care. Now I know inevitably you have some New Year's resolutions written about your health, right? Now the question is, how are you going to accomplish them? Today, as we move through a couple different frameworks, I'm gonna show you how to break down your big New Year's goals into very manageable daily, weekly, monthly approaches. Like I really want you to feel like you've got a handle on how you're gonna do things moving forward. But I also want you to get just a fire in your belly about your self-care and your health this year. Um, I can't tell you, even some of the most extraordinary people I've ever met um, in this arena of health, like Olympians or very high-level athletes or people who just, you know, you just look at them and you just know they've got their stuff together. Or they're always talking about that big bike ride they took or that great, great hiking or camping trip with their family. They're out and about. They're staying healthy. I saw a lot of them because of the emotional weight of all the negativity in the zeitgeist, at least here specifically in Northern America, you know, with our politics, with a lot of the social media stuff going on. A lot of people, they compromised their health because they didn't have their emotional or mental life in play. And you're gonna see how all these things ultimately tie together that I really believe that no matter what your themes are for life, that somewhere in the middle here is going to be like something in here, it's gonna be like a, 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 a joyous feeling. You know, it's gonna be something where you feel like, oh wow, I, I feel positive. I feel happy, you know. This star in here is gonna be emotions. Now I know it's gonna get ugly as I start drawing this out, but I want you to be thinking about whatever goal you set, You've got to determine the feelings you're after to achieve it. Does that make sense? If you haven't read High Performance Habits yet, it's one of the central things that I learned from high performers, is they determine the feeling that they need to have to achieve something in advance of it. Most people are thinking the opposite way. They think, okay, when I have strength and mobility, I'll be happy. Or you think, when I achieve my New Year's goal, I'll be happy, I'll be at peace, I'll, I'll, I'll be joyous. But it actually works a different way. Okay, you don't get happiness by doing something. You bring happiness to something and you're more, you have higher odds of achieving it. Does that make sense? What are the, so if you wrote down goals for your news resolutions, what were the emotions or the feelings that would help you attain those goals faster? Does that make sense? If you wrote down a list of goals, what emotions or feelings would help you achieve those goals faster. I'm always aware of the emotions I have to bring to a situation. I'm always aware of the feeling that I'm trying to create. I'm always aware of the thoughts I need to have prior to the action. And I know you know all that, but how many times have you sat down to work on your computer and you just sat down from a, a blank state? I mean, meaning literally you, you, you got your coffee maybe, you sat down, you just started working, but you didn't first prime your mind, your emotions, your body to be able to work well. Does that make sense? So whatever the goal is or whatever the task or the activity is, job number one is to identify the emotion, the feelings or the thoughts that would go into making that better. 
Hey, it's Brendan, and I want to jump in the middle of this episode here real quick and tell you about something I'm really excited about and something uh, that answers a question that many of you have for me all the time, which is, Brendan, where do you get this crazy focus and energy in your life? And the truth is, I've developed a supplement line that really helps me do that. And frankly, I needed to. I don't know about you, but sometimes when you're trying to achieve big things, a lot of stress comes along. And as you're trying to achieve bigger things, you need to be on your A game more often. You need to be mentally sharp. You need to be mentally prepared. You need to be mentally energized and productive. And not once in a while, but like every day. You, you have to be on and sometimes guzzling more coffee isn't gonna do it. You have to use what we call nootropics, which are you know basically supplements that help optimize your brain. And yes, we have a product for exactly that. It's called HPX Optimize, and it is our most popular product. And you can get it. It's back in stock at hpxwellness.com. That's hpxwellness.com. You'll find HPX Optimize for your mental focus and energy there. You'll also find my favorite powdered energy drink that we created that's 100% organic and vegan. And you'll find my essentials, which is my daily multi that I take that covers my energy, that covers my longevity, that covers my immunity, that covers my brain and body health that I absolutely love. And you will feel the difference. Go to hpxwellness.com right now hpxwellness.com. Here's what a lot of people have done. They made a big mistake, big mistake in setting their New Year's resolutions. And I want you to really listen to this because if, if you got this one thing from this right now, I know I'll change your life for the rest of your life. And I know that's a big promise, so tune in. Most people really mess up because they only set New Year's resolutions and goals for themselves. Did you set any goals for your team, for your spouse, for your daughter, for your brother, for the top five people who are in your circle of influence? Did you set goals for them? I don't mean you called them up and said, honey, I got a goal for you. <laughs> I really need you to work on this. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm setting for you to have a goal for them, to, to want something and desire something for them, and you're going to help them achieve it. That's when you know you're a high performer. So for those who already set the goals for your families, you already set goals for your teams or your careers, you already know how you want to develop each person in your circle of influence, you already know how you want to inspire or guide the people around you, good job. If you didn't do that, and you do that today, we will change your year. So many people got myopic. They got very, very myopic. What do I mean? They got very narrow about their circle of life. Even though we have Facebook and Instagram and so many ways to connect with people around the world, a lot of people went completely inside because they were protecting, right? There was so much noise and negativity out there that a lot of people started protecting. And when we protect, our, our whole mind, and our whole body, and our whole physiology is set up to narrow. And so they took a narrow view of life. But the odds are the only thing that pulls you out of survival is generosity, not selfishness. Service, not selfishness. And so as you go to set your New Year's goals, have you thought about what is the goal that you want for other people and how can you help them get there? 
It doesn't mean that you have to have a big, long conversation with everybody you influence uh, that you go around. Like, I haven't had conversations with lots of people in my life about it, but I know the goal. I know that when I'm working with this person, this is the goal I have in mind for them and their life. And it's not me kind of trying to like dictate what they should do or not. It's not like that. It's that, you know, we're goal-oriented people. Like, as you know, if you went out with your spouse or significant other to dinner and you sat down and you said, you know, you just went into dinner with no intention, dinner could be good. But if you made it a goal, you said, you know what? I'm gonna make her laugh tonight. You know what? Tonight, I'm gonna tell us a couple of stories that remind us why we love each other. Tonight, uh, we're gonna order that bottle of wine that means something to us. Tonight, you know, whatever it is for you, that when you have a goal in an interaction with a person, it changes the relationship with that person, doesn't it? Well, same thing. New Year's, my friend, you gotta set some goals for other people in your immediate circle. So when I'm thinking about building my team, I'm thinking about both hiring new people, but also building the people who are already there. Meaning, how would you strengthen your team? If you don't have a team, how would you strengthen your spouse? How would you strengthen your child? How would you strengthen that friend that you always hang out with? Set some goals for them about how you can support them. Because you know what is the best feeling in the entire world? Supporting and cheering on other people. Because we've gotten a culture where people are just supporting and cheering on themselves, right? How they look on their Instagram feed, how, how, they, how they appear to the world, versus how they can serve other people. And my hope for humanity is that we switch that, that, that mindset from selfishness to service. From selfies to service. How's that for a tagline? <laughs> you know, If we can just get back into thinking about, oh, this other person, what's their reality? What are their challenges? What do they need? What do they hope for? And how can I support that? Do you know the goals and dreams of the important people in your life? Do you know what they are? And of course not, we can't all, we can't know that of every single person, right? There's too many. Like I can't possibly, I think about the number of people that I know. But what I have to have for me is that higher level of intention and goal for the people who are in my circle. Does that make sense? So I hope this is serving you guys. I think that can be for a lot of you a game changer. When New Year's resolutions become also resolutions for the interactions you have with other people on how you can build other people. Now, I'm not trying to impose my goals on you here. I'm trying to just share maybe different ways of thinking about what you're already doing this year, which is your New Year's resolutions that you already have. I hope that somewhere in those resolutions, building other people up is a central theme that runs through all your relationships. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I wanna jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me, or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses, or where I go live in my membership areas, or how I accept money online, now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? 
How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules? Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the US, you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you want to go check it out. It's just 503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brandon, or text me and say anything you want to say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, it's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me, 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503-212-6125. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people. Um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more it's way more you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. 